Hi there, and welcome to Here's a Thought, the blogcast for people who overthink. I'm Jan M. Flynn, a writer, blogger, and podcaster, and when I'm thinking about anything, I'm probably overthinking it. Does that describe you too? If so, welcome to the club. Some of my favorite people are lifelong members. But there are times when the voices in your head can get a little loud, so once a week, I offer you a brief break by listening to the ones in mine. But I am very interested in what the voices in your head are saying. And I hope you'll reach out to me with comments on this show. Just be gentle, I'm sensitive. And especially your suggestions for something you might like me to overthink on an upcoming episode. Just email me at heresathought8 at gmail.com and you'll find that link in the show notes. Again, it's heresathought8 at gmail.com. Now, as I keep saying, this is a show for people who overthink. But let's think about that. What exactly do we mean by overthinking? And is it such a bad thing? If you look at an online dictionary definition of overthinking, here's what you get. Verb, transitive or intransitive, to think too much about something, to put too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. Well, that doesn't sound very good, does it? And it's true that overanalyzing something can lead to negative outcomes, like perfectionism or worse, straight-up paralysis. You've probably heard the fable of the frog and the centipede. Anyway, my version is, here's Centipede, happily marching along on his hundred feet, when up hops Froggy, who says, Wow! Look at all those feet you have to manage. I only have four. How in the world do you walk around with a hundred feet? And Centipede stops cold, because he realizes he has no idea. He never thought about it. And now that he's thinking about it, he's stumped. Which of his hundred feet does he pick up first? Does he start at the beginning of himself or at the end? Left or right? Does he alternate sides? Meanwhile, Froggy loses interest and hops away, while Centipede is stuck, utterly immobilized, until a bird comes along and swallows him whole. Now, I don't actually know if the fable always ends with a hungry bird, but I have a fondness for dark endings. The point is... Once the centipede falls into overthinking something he's always done naturally, he ends up paralyzed. On the other hand, I mean, we're overthinkers. There's got to be more aspects to this, right? There is some evidence that people like us, the cogitators, the ruminators, the worrywarts of the world, also tend to be creative. And we're pretty good problem solvers. Our busy minds generate a lot of noise, maybe, but also come up with a lot of solutions or new ways of looking at things. Also, we tend to daydream, and daydreaming has a strong link to creativity. And it's a pleasant way to get through a boring meeting or lecture, as long as you don't get caught. Here's what I think about overthinking. One of the things I've discovered to be true after a fair number of decades on this planet is that our strengths also contain our weaknesses. And the flip side is just as true. Our so-called faults have hidden value. Yes, I need to keep my overthinking in check. I have to remind myself frequently that thoughts are just that, 
only thoughts, and they mostly only get as much power as I agree to give them. But if it's such a central part of my makeup, there's got to be some reason for that, right? Maybe overthinking is part of my job in life, at least this time around. And maybe that's true for you, too. What I'm suggesting is that we hold off on beating ourselves up for overthinking. It may just be a gift, presented in weird-looking wrapping. Let's just promise each other that we'll take breaks and devote enough time and energy to self-care, which, for us analytical types, can be a real challenge to justify. But we need it, and we're worth it. And that is definitely something not to overthink. Okay, moving on. This week marks the 48th episode of Here's a Thought. And since the stats on podcasts show that something like 64% of podcasts release less than 10 episodes ever, I'm feeling pretty good about getting to number 48, especially since this is definitely a learn-by-doing experience. As the saying goes, I'm building this airplane while I'm flying it, which is a very motivating way to learn. But Something I've discovered is that wise podcasters, especially those who are the single hosts and producers of their shows, break up their episodes into seasons. Like a TV series, right? Maybe each season has 8 or 12 or 18 episodes. The point is, they take breaks and come back with refreshed storylines. What a concept. Maybe I should have thought of that first, right? Oh well. With this episode that's airing at the tail end of October, I'm announcing the end of Season 1, long as it was, and a brief hiatus through November. I need the time off, not just to refresh my overthinking, but because during November, I have a major writing project, revising a novel rough draft, and it's going to take all the time and energy and overthought that I'm not spending on roasting turkeys and mashing spuds. Here's a thought we'll be back by mid-December, in time to take on the big end-of-year holidays. And I would be very grateful if in the meantime you share your overthoughts with me. Reach out to me at heresathought8 at gmail.com, address in the show notes, and let's see what direction we can take this show in for its next season, based on your comments and suggestions. So thanks for listening to this episode and to this season. And if you're new to the show, please remember to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And stay tuned for a new season of Here's a Thought coming in December. Meanwhile, I'm so grateful to you and for you. And may you have a glorious November with more blessings than you can count. And may all your thoughts be good ones. <laughs>